All right, we're recording. Yay! Oya Gavolt. What? Oya Kamava. Keriko. What's happening? Uh, I'm having a stroke, I think. Maybe. <laughs> yeah! Maybe. Sorry, I, we, I accidentally set our Hangout to um, auto-translate through Google, so that, that we took care of that. But at least now be done. See, I just switched it back. Okay, well, I'm just going to nip this in the bud and say, let's. <laughs> Our defense, it's very, very dark over here. It really is. I was going to say, like, what are you doing? It's not like none of us understand you. We know exactly what you're saying right now. Oh my goodness. You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> I'm fooling myself. Not even that! <laughs> Swear to God, it's like the middle of the night here. I feel you. I mean, but you just wait. I think the moon actually left. Like, fuck it, it was too dark. <laughs> You just wait. In a month and a half, it's going to be five o'clock here and eight o'clock, seven, eight o'clock, seven o'clock there, and it's going to be the same lightness. Unless something drastically changes, it's not going to be five o'clock. I have a lot fewer problems with time difference than you do. All right, I can have one. Things are going to go so badly. (laughs) We're going to get tossed back in time. Forward in time. Forward in time. Forward in time. Yeah. Yeah. You see. You see how hard that was? When the West Coast breaks off and moves a little bit further west. <laughs> east. It happened. West. Kamchatka. West. Yeah, because we'd be further east from mm-hmm. you. The, the grand That's why we were one hour additional ahead. <laughs> oh, you're this right. is madness. Let's play the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are we going to start playing the game? It's already been 34 minutes. <laughs> Has it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How do we spend forty minutes on that? Because we are chuckleheads. <laughs> yes, explaining the you know, system, explaining the system takes a little while. So well, you know. and we we ruined Chris's plan because now our memory will never forget that it took us forty five minutes to get through the bullshit, and then we still had more bullshit. <laughs> always, always more bullshit. Somewhere <laughs> in a warehouse. Oh, okay. I thought you were making a bullshit joke. <laughs> Demise. Look at his face. He's like, I'm telling you immediately. We're all dying now. A warehouse with the sign Institute for Bovine Studies. <laughs> anyway, we're in a warehouse. Okay. Or somebody's Some, in a warehouse. Somewhere in a warehouse. Somewhere in a warehouse. <laughs> you fucking you motherfuckers. The United States <laughs> in the present. Before or after California splits off. <laughs> A cloaked figure puts a rifle, uh, pulls up a rifle, and looks down the sight. Uh, at the at the, uh, as she looks through the scope, 
<laughs> she notices a tall, proud figure uh, standing about a mile away. A, a faint speck on the horizon. She takes a deep breath, holds it for a second, and pulls the trigger. A mile away, her target falls to the ground, dead immediately. Meanwhile, Roswell, New Mexico. The uh, four of you are members of Flamingo X. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. How could you forget? Good times. Flamingo (laughs) is the free league of advanced metahumans intercepting and nullifying grand opponents. (laughs) You are the tenth of these squads. Oh, Oh, we're number ten. Yeah. We may not be the the dream team here, guys. No, you are. I mean, there's been other Flamingos. It's been around for a while. while. Uh, Flamingo is a um, non-governmental organization that uh, has carte blanche to take care of metahuman threats uh, across the globe. So pretty much if it's something super-powered or something that the government can't handle, you lot get sent in. To fuck it up. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, um, your your guys' base is on an island in international waters in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, free of any governmental control. Uh, What's the climate like? It's very tropical. It's you know warm mm. year round. It has a rainy season. Uh, it's currently currently the nice time of year. Uh, you guys have a huge uh, facility there, a uh, with a thirty story tower, training facilities, uh, your own private airstrip, um, all the jazz. Uh, when uh, you guys get the global summons uh, t- uh, sorry you guys aren't in Roswell yet uh, that there is an issue in Roswell um, uh, Evelyn Sanchez uh, sort of the leader of Flamingo uh, pages you all on your intercoms and says Flamingo team I need you to uh, assemble and Take off right away for Roswell, New Mexico. You know, to get the flock over there. (laughs) (laughs) You you can't even be mad after all the cat puns you made yesterday. (laughs) Uh, She says, um, Isaac Asimov's murder bot is on a rampage. Isaac Asimov's murder bot. Yes. All right. Uh, she said it's heading for the Roswell International Air Center uh, and appears to be prepared to deal havoc on the airport. Huh. <laughs> she says this murder bot, uh, though maybe a little too much for the government to handle, should be a pretty easy fight. Get you sort of acclimated to the system, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
Who sounds good? To the flamingo. Sounds like a grand first adventure. <laughs> she says, uh, please, as always, minimize casualties and property damage if possible. We're really good at that. <laughs> we don't know what we're good at. And I look pointedly over at the badger. <laughs> no, not the badger. Mm. I think the lady who swings metal beams. Well, they don't always put them in the most convenient places. Okay, so. Murderbot. Yes. (laughs) Alright. You guys get loaded up onto your supersonic jet. Um, Which is, of course, uh, powered by some super science-y, non-polluting fuel. Love it. Solar power. (laughs) Um, uh, your pilot uh, Rachel Domingo uh, or she prefers to be called Hellcat uh, gets you guys off to a quick start Uh, you guys break the sound barrier she says uh, so uh, should I just drop you in or what's your plan I could probably there's a runway there. I could land on it, maybe or drop us in. Well, I guess that makes. Do I have to roll to survive that, or can I just hero land? Because if I can hero land, I'm down. Oh no, you can totally hero land. All right, I'm in. Drop me in. Well, you drop us into the under where the murder bot is, and then we, and then and then land the plane. All right, so uh, she flies you over, flies you in, uh, and decelerates and hovers because, of course, it's a superhero film, so all the planes can hover. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, ho- ho- hovers you oh, about fifty feet above the Roswell International Air Center. Uh, below, you see a thirty-foot-tall robot. Uh, slowly stomping his way uh, towards the International Air Center. <laughs> All right. Uh, shall we roll for initiative? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. So you get plus two. Okay. It's a real shame we have all these problems with Murderbots. If only somebody wrote a some rules of robotics that would keep <laughs> them from harming humans. I know, right? It never works out that way. I mean, isn't the problem with the mastermind, not the robot? I mean, here's this innocent robot who's just doing what he's been told by his master. And, I mean, it just it stinks for these robots. This is not a good culture for robots. Well, maybe we can, you know, grab him and reprogram him, and I walk off the plane. <laughs> I jump directly after her. <laughs> I'm always looking for a new pet! <laughs> All right, so um, Isaac Asimov's murder bot got a fourteen. <coughs> he rolled a nineteen, so you know. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dexterity, not his strong suit. Um, I mean, if they wanted it to be nice, they probably shouldn't have named it a murder bot. I think I don't think that plan was. I think the plan was murder all along. <laughs> Uh, Flux, what did you get? I got uh, 15. 
Alright, uh. Green Fist? Oh, your, he's your, on mute. Your mic's off. He's <laughs> off doing. Uh, seven, yeah? 52? What? <laughs> 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 that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, Shadow Dancer? 13. 13? Yep. And bad, the Badger? 18. Wow. Coming in hot. Nice. Alright, uh, so it looks like Badger, you're up first. Uh, you're 50 feet above ground. Uh, the murder bot is slowly tromping towards the uh, uh, slowly t- tromping towards the airport. So far it just seems to be him. He's got some big metal fists. Uh, doesn't seem to be too much of a range threat at the moment, but you know, murder, I mean, murder bot's am I in a position Am I in a position to jump off the plane and land directly on top of it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I want to do that. I want to do bodily harm via, um, what is it? Uh, uh, no, not grab. Terminal terminal velocity. Oh, Maximum mm. harm via terminal velocity. All right. Oh, uh, I don't know what I have to do to do that, though. I didn't actually give you guys a view of the uh, battlefield, did I? Nope. Oh, okay. That would I'm be I'm really helpful. admiring that man's, uh, or that skull's head. Mm-hmm. Ditto. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I didn't have a professional workplace, I'd have a forehead gem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's just so big. <laughs> I'm worship. That, that map is gigantic. The map? Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Great. Alright, so you jump from the plane, uh, which you guys are all down here in the plane. Uh, Alright, so you want to uh, deal damage to the robot. Mm-hmm. I do. Right. I guess I should use uh, my claw attack, because mm-hmm. probably just landing on him with my feet isn't going to do as much damage as my claws, I would assume. Definitely not. Okay, so do I roll a d20 and add 8? Uh, yep. Well, it's a good thing I add 8. Um, fifteen. Uh, that's that's enough for a hit. Hey, all right. All right so I so do twelve damage, max damage every time. All right, <laughs> he actually takes a hit right off the bat. Nice, nice. So you uh jump down from the plane and you kind of catch yourself on his frame with your claws and tear some like Ooh, strips. Can of I dim- jump face first and just go? Chunk into his shoulder, and that slows me down enough to land. Yeah, I'm so excited. All right, uh, puts up flux. How far away am I now? Uh, you're 50 feet up. Oh, 50 feet up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna step off the plane, mm-hmm. and then. Can I use my metal telekinesis just like hold the guy still? Uh, yeah. How much weight can that do? Can I put that tons, on that? tons and tons. For a ton, some tons. There's tons. 
Oh, so this is this is the noise up to twenty five tons. This is the noise that seventy five tons. Twenty five. <laughs> it's your badger noises. It's your badger noise. No. <laughs> badger attack. All right. That's uh, yeah. The sound like of the robot was very squeaky. Yeah, he's at, he is just under twenty five tons. So nice. Uh, yeah, you're able to hold him in place. Can I make him sit down? Yeah, you can push him down. Um, make me a uh, make me a telekinesis check. What do I add to it? Uh, your telekinesis ability. That is sixteen. Oh, he got a natural twenty. So, okay. uh, you try to uh, push him down, but you hear these servos like whining as he just keeps standing. Okay. He's a Google. I still have him, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he he is he is stopped. He can't move any further. Uh, puts up Isaac Asimov's murder bot, <laughs> uh, and he looks up at you, Flux, uh, and he says, "The first rule." Destroy all humans. <laughs> uh, and he he. Uh, oops, did I? I didn't mean to move him. Uh, he uh, he points his uh, fist at you, uh, mm-hmm. and the fist shoots. Nice. Uh, comes barreling at you. Uh, what's your what's your dodge? Um, fifteen. Uh, he mi- it goes wide. <laughs> and your dodge is 15 plus, so uh, that'd be 25. Yeah, he's well short of that. So uh, it goes wide uh, uh, and then explodes in the air behind you. Very uh, dramatically. And, and, you know, some rubble comes raining down from the skies. Uh, and another fist kind of com- comes out of the socket and <clears throat> into place. No. Oh. <clears throat> uh, puts up uh, Shadow Dancer. All right. Um, what time of day is it? Uh, it is, we'll say like four in the afternoon. Okay. Um, so the murder bot is, is casting a shadow, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to teleport into its shadow. Mm-hmm. And so I'm standing next to it. Gigantically standing next to it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. And uh, I'm going to use my key investigatory Actually, power. if it's four o'clock, you'd be on this side of it. Um, and then let me know if this would work can I use my investigatory powers to see if there is an off switch yeah roll me uh, investigate check okay Um, (laughs) guys we're going to make this robot and send it to murder everyone but we're going to put an off switch right there (laughs) just in case in case people don't like it (laughs) in case people don't like it What's up? I got a twenty-three. You eye it up. You eye it up quickly, uh, and you realize um, that it's got some sort of uh, self-sustaining core. So it's like uh, it's it apparently uh, is it doesn't have any sort of external off-on switch. Um, uh, but you get the idea that it's uh, that its processing unit is in its head. So if you can disable that, you can probably disable him. <coughs> Okay. And I assume that's my turn. Yeah. Oh, do I get to attack you? Yep. Green fist. Can you guys hear me now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Does this robot appear to be giving off any sort of emissions? Um, any greenhouse gases or other pollutants? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Let he, me give you the answer you want. He appears to be, he appears to have some sort of nuclear reactor, so. <coughs> There's probably okay. some sort of nuclear waste inside of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wish to leap down from the plane. Mm-hmm. Leap. And I will blast him with vines. Right. So oh. You, oh, you're so not I, bigger than all of us. Okay. No. Well, I mean, relatively. No, your little icon was a multitude of a lot bigger than us for a moment. All right. So uh, you leap down from the plane. Vines shoot out of your fists. Rolled a 22. That'll hit. Wow. How much damage? 10 damage. All right. How much damage? 10. Oh, I thought you said 100. I was like, god damn. Uh, He absorbs it. So uh, he succeeds on his damage resistance throw. Well. What's up the badger? So, in looking at this gigantic ass robot, Mm -hmm. how much would I assume an arm and a leg? How much do they weigh? Just just the arm of the leg. Uh, You get the idea that mm, those arms are probably about the size of a like the forearm is probably about the size of a car. So you'd probably say the forearm's two tons. Upper arms, two tons. Thighs, two tons. Well, I know that Flux is holding him in place, mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to attempt to... So if I attempted to rip it off at the shoulder, that would be four tons? Yeah. Okay, well, I will try to rip it off at the elbow. Uh, left arm. All right. Um, Dis- dismantle it. All right, uh, roll me a claw attack. Actually, a claw attack? Actually, I'd say this would be a strength, uh, a post strength check. So, so okay. roll, me, roll me plus your strength. Plus my strength. Oh, that's worse than my attack. This was a poor idea. But I did roll sixteen though. So, um, um, twenty three. Sixteen plus seven. All right. Um, is that right? Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. It and, is okay. And how much is your strength bonus? Seven. Uh, yeah, you rip it off. Uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of like oil um, and uh, hydraulic fluid and uh, uh, like fist bombs start falling out of the upper arm. I'm sorry. What was the last one? Fist bombs. Fist missiles. I don't know those things he was shooting at Flux. Do they? Do those have on buttons? <laughs> uh, none that you can see, but that you do get the idea based on the fact that one just exploded behind Flux a few minutes ago that they're highly. Can't make another action, right? Um, not this turn, but uh, I like I I have a hunch at what you're thinking at, and I like it. So keep keep that keep that in mind. Flux, you're up. Um. So is this humanoid looking then? Yeah. You're describing it. Mm-hmm. Can I try to crush its metal skull with my telekinesis? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I got a roll telekinesis? Um, 
your telekinesis actually, uh, you don't have to roll to hit any metal with it. It's by perception. If you can see it, you can ah. affect it. Uh, so I'll just say that you deal damage equal to it. So what's your telekinesis? Yeah, pull that up again. Um, ten. Uh, he does not do well in that roll, so he takes another minus one, and is dazed. So, uh, a dazed creature. Uh, he can only take a uh, he can only take a uh, free action or a single standard action per turn. So, ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you see, like the uh, sides of the head crumple in slightly. Alrighty, that's my turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's his turn. He uh, booms out in a booming voice. Uh, the second law. The second law. Do not let by inactions humans not to be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are there two voices happening? No, it's the same voice. I'm just bad at voices. Uh, oh. And um, all of the uh, fist bombs that have spilled out of his uh, of his hand all start blinking. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. And so, Badger, what is your dodge? Uh, not great. Eight. Uh, yeah, you get hit by an explosion from uh, underneath. Can you. I react to run away since I didn't use any move last turn? Your turn's um, gone. Okay. So. Roll me a toughness. Uh, roll me your toughness. So that's plus twelve. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker! <sighs> I have luck. Oh yeah, you guys have hero points. Also, I should mention <laughs> an important thing. I forgot to mention. No. Natural. That's not how luck works. <laughs> You're actually going to like how luck works in the system better. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me just a second. Uh, where the fuck are here? Yeah, but let's just focus on for a minute. I just rolled two natural ones on two different die. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, earlier Sean rolled uh, three uh, natural twenties on three dice. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make me feel better. That makes me feel worse. I can't roll for shit. We just balance each other out. <laughs> Fate has decreed you fail. Ugh. <laughs> Fate. Too real. Um, uh, hero points. So you guys um, uh, start uh, the game session each. You have one hero point. Where are those at? Uh, should be in the bottom right-hand corner of your sheet. There's nothing in the bottom right-hand corner of my sheet. There, there's a space under your your defense stats for hero points, but mine is blank. Oh, okay. I so see. you all have one. You all start the session with one. Ooh. Okay. Uh, you can use it to edit a scene. So you can grant your hero an advantage by adding or changing certain details. Uh, for example, if a hero is fighting a villain with plant-based powers in a scientific lab, 
and you want the villain to, and you uh, and you think that the villain might be weakened by defoliants, uh, you can ask me if there are any chemicals in the lab that you can throw together to create a defoliant, and I could say, give me a hero point, and you can say that those chemicals are there. Um, you can also spend a hero point to reroll any die you make and take the better of the two rolls. Uh, if you roll less than a 10, you add 10 to the result. Um, so you're guaranteed an 11 to a 20. Um, and uh, so... Uh, so essentially I rolled a 1, I could use a luck point to add 10 to it, and then also add my toughness. Yeah. So I'd get a 22, which is probably not enough. <laughs> um... You are going to take a disadvantage, uh, or minus one going forward, but you are not, you know, hurt beyond that. Um, I have a feeling the badger's not going to last long. Um, make, well, every, make more use of immortality than not. Every other turn, you heal back minus one. Every other? Or every turn, is it? I forget. It says regeneration ten, heal negative one per turn. Yeah, so on the start of your next turn, that minus one goes away. Okay. You're going to be very, very hard to kill. Yeah. <laughs> well, even if you succeed in killing me, I'm immortal. So... <laughs> It's just going to be cockroaches and the badger at the end of the world. <laughs> Thank you for putting me in the same bathtub as cockroaches. They have a easy to they're easy to they're hard to kill. All right, should I answer your? <laughs> um, I'm going to. I think so. I know that the central processing unit is is in its head, so I'm going to throw a a shadow blade at the most crumpled looking bit from Fluxes. Okay, roll me an attack. I just need to figure out. I think that's plus 12, I guess. Uh, 26. That'll hit. How much damage? Eight. Alright, he takes another minus one. So he's at three minus ones now. And since I can fight ranged, I'll jump somewhere like over here. Just in case someone rips his other arm off and bombs me. <laughs> Greenfish, you're up. Yeah, there are bombs. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to overhand smash to the head. Okay. So, unarmed. Ooh, right. natural 20. No! The fisting attack. <laughs> so, not only, fist. so not only do you hit, but you deal an extra five points of damage. Ooh. So that's a total of 13 damage. Wow. Um, he fails, but only because of his minus ones. So he's he takes another minus one. Nice. So he's at four minus ones now. And is still dazed. Alright, puts up... The, anything else you want to do, Green Fist? Nope, that's it. Alright, puts up the badger. Alright, so there's still more of these bombs left. They didn't all go off altogether. Right. Okay. Also, you heal back your minus one, so... Right. 
So, in watching one blow up in my face, did I figure out how they detonate? Yeah, we'll say, yeah. So I can set one off. Do what? Just shove one up his robot butt. I'm getting there. That's kind of what I'm going to do. So, can I rip off his arm at the shoulder and shove one of the bombs into the shoulder socket? Uh, that would be that'd be two actions. So you could do you could rip off his arm this turn and then shove a bomb in there next turn, or you could shove a bomb up in his upper arm this turn. Is there are there any other orifices? <laughs> How many orifices does no. this robot? He's pretty. He's pretty Describe sealed. Describe the orifices in detail. He is. Uh, he's pretty sealed up, minus the uh, hole in his uh, upper arm. His lower he's arm. in his elbow. Yeah, because I ripped it off at the elbow last time. And you also you All still right. you still have, by the way, the uh, his lower arm. <laughs> Smack him with it. <laughs> I can throw something. <laughs> Why did you keep hitting yourself? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, so, um, can I heft the arm like a javelin and throw it at his head? Yeah. That's what I want to do. Alright. How do I do that? Just roll me, roll me an attack. Oh, because it's just plus eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20. Modified 20. Yeah, that'll hit. 12. 12 points of damage. Uh, he fails because of his minus ones again, so... Nice. He's at minus five now. So how many minuses do you, do you have to get to die? Uh, you just have to fail by uh, a certain amount. Okay. Okay. Alright, um... What's up, Flux? Can I... Uh... Can I rip off the other arm? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go... <clears throat> and throw it. Alright, uh, roll me... Uh, so he'll... Uh, roll me a telekinetic check. It won't oppose it. He'll oppose it. Wow. 22? I mean, 21? Uh, he would have succeeded, but he has minus five to everything, so he fails. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, so you rip his other his other arm off. And are you just the whole arm or the just the forearm? The whole arm and okay. the shoulder. Okay. Uh, so he's got half an arm now. <laughs> uh, you've got his other arm floating in the air. Yep. All right. Uh, it's his turn. Uh, he says, uh, roll number three, error, 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 <laughs> arms atta- unattached, reattached <laughs> arms. <laughs> um, and what's he going to do with his lack of arms? Ah, <laughs> uh, man, he is, he's feeling a lot numbered here. He's going to look at you, Badger. Uh... And shoot lasers from his eyes, because, you know, he's like Isaac Asimov's murder bot, and that's what he does. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your dodge? Dodge. 
Well, that's better. So No, no, just what's your dodge score? Eight. So he needed to hit an 18. Uh, he, oh. he failed because of his minus ones. Uh, and he's dazed, so he's unable to move. Uh, so, yeah, puts up Shadow Dancer. I will throw another Shadow Blade at his head. Wow. Um, 31. <laughs> that will hit. <laughs> a little bit. That'll hit a little bit. And the damage on that is eight. Yes. All right. Uh, he is. He missed, so he's dazed again. Um, does that mean twice dazed? He's twice dazed. Uh. All right. Um. I'll get back to that green fist. Two days in a row. Uh, I want to grab his robot head and try and rip it off his body. Okay. All right, so roll me a... uh, uh, Roll me an attack. So, um... Plus your... Your unarmed attack, yep. Actually, I'd say this is part of your vine powers. So roll me your uh, your, your plant control, we'll call it. Um, would that be vine blast or plant snare? Plant snare. We'll call it plant snare. Why not? Okay. Uh, twenty-two. That'll hit. So roll me a. Uh, um. Yeah. So roll me a strength. Uh, your super strength. Um, uh, and we'll pose it against his. Uh, six. Uh, not enough. Uh, but you do. <laughs> you do have vines wrapped around. So I'll let you try again next time. Uh, but he's able to resist uh, having his head ripped off. Um, avoid. He says, uh, 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 for succeeding maximum tolerance." Dear sir, <laughs> madam, or other, please stop resisting. <laughs> <laughs> Must murder all humans. Uh, puts up green for the badger. Okay. Um, badger. So I threw away my I threw away my arm. I think I'm going to go ahead and take off that other arm. So that's a claw attack, right? Yeah. All right. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, Seventeen plus eight. So twenty-five. That'll hit. 12 points of damage, because I assume I use my claws. Mm-hmm. Oh, and those minus ones I just checked are only against for damage checks, so uh, I I kind of did that wrong. But that's on me. I'm not going to have it on effect anything you guys have done. Uh, so, 15, 28. How much damage did you say you did? I do 12. 12? Uh, he just he just succeeds. He rolled, <coughs> he rolled a natural 18 on that, so he... No, 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 no. I did 25 points to hit. That hit the twelve points of damage he resisted against because he rolled uh, he rolled a natural eighteen on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, so dazed. 
Dazed goes away at the end of their turns. Uh, staggered is the one that if you get staggered twice, he's out. So, ah. okay. But, um, all right, puts up flux. All right, I'm gonna take the arm that I have mm-hmm. <laughs> and drive it fist bomb first down into his head. All right, roll me, uh, roll me attack. 24. That'll hit. And uh, what's your telekinesis skill? 10. So 10 points of damage. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, he is staggered. He failed He failed by a lot. So... Yay! Uh, uh, which... Alright, so... Uh, staggered means... Um, uh, he's both dazed permanently... Uh, and hindered, so he moves at half speed. Mm. Alright, puts up Isaac Asimov's murder bot. <laughs> uh, self-destruct sequence initiated. Three, two, one. Uh-oh. Alright, uh, oh, I need... Uh, I need Greenfist and the Badger to both roll me... Uh, uh, toughness saves. Wait, do we get reaction thingies at all? Uh, reactions? Yeah. Like, what kind of reactions? Because I have a magnetic force field. Could I throw that up in front of them? Or com- use it to contain it? Um, I would say if you wanted to spend your hero point, I would let you do that. Oh. That's no. <laughs> We can take the hit. <laughs> I mean, I can take it. It's a nuclear explosion. Oh. I mean, that is the question. How big is this explosion going to be, Chris? Uh, it's just affecting Green Fist and the Badger, so. Okay. Okay. I'll let it go. Um, I rolled a 27. You got 27? I rolled a 10, 20, 30. I rolled a 30. Uh, Badger, you're fine. Uh, Green Fist, you have a minus one. Uh, and uh, the Burner Bot just explodes in a little miniature mushroom cloud. Uh, raining uh, shrapnel and debris uh, all around you, but luckily managing to avoid hitting the airport. Good. Cool. Very nice. So, no structural damage, no loss of civilian life. Win for Flamingo X. Yes! Hellcat comes over your microphones and is like, hey, you guys didn't fuck it up. We did it! Uh, she says, uh, I'm bringing the, uh, bringing the plane back around for retrieval. We can let the, nice. uh, we can let the Mondays deal with the, uh, cleanup. Cool. Is there any, like, real cool-looking big pieces of it hanging around? Uh, there is, like, a uh, hollowed-out head. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> um, I imagine both of my hands were blown off by the blast. Yeah. But I'm not paying attention because they're slowly regrowing. And <laughs> I'm just looking at the crater that the once was the murder bot and going, I'm sorry, it wasn't your fault you weren't built carbon neutral. <laughs> Uh, and Hellcat says, unfortunately, he's still out there. Someday we will find Isaac Asimov. 
He's like a dick. <laughs> and we will end this murder bot parade once and for all. <laughs> so it's many parades. It's the worst parade ever. Hmm. <laughs> all right, so you guys are loaded back on the plane and flown back to Flamingo Island. Uh, Evelyn Sanchez comes on the microphone and says she said good work you managed to neutralize the threat uh, with minimal with minimal property damage and uh, no loss of uh, human casualties so good effort yes the best we are at what we do all right, so uh, you guys get back to the compound. What do you what do you do to pass your time there? Flamingo. The- <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. What's wrong with me? <laughs> you are my absolute favorite person. Right now. <laughs> no, didn't you both say it at the same time? <laughs> no. She said it, and I just felt joy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Flamingo. (laughs) (laughs) Man has a proper reaction. (laughs) Like, it's shame. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's great. (laughs) Did you say flamingo or flamingo? Flamingo. flamingo. Oh, flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> like flamingo and flamingo. <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to go hang out at the beach. <laughs> it's fucking cold here. It's the only place oh. that they don't talk about you here. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Evelyn, uh, after you guys uh, get some cleanup and relaxation time, uh, Evelyn brings you in for debriefing. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, uh, she says, uh, so what did we learn from this from this encounter? Oh, don't murder. stand next to the bombs. <laughs> <coughs> that if you hit it enough times, the robot's going to kill itself. Good. Very good. Solid point. Should we have learned something else? <laughs> that Asimov guy's a dick? Yeah, so Isaac Asimov remains a thorn in their side, but someday, someday we'll bring him out from bring him out from underground and we'll find the foundation of his of his base and take him out. Sweet. <laughs> oh Christ. Um <laughs> She says, uh, uh, she says, so there's something, something new on the radar. That's never good. Yeah. Nope. Uh, she says, while you guys were fighting Isaac Asimov's murder bot, uh, she says a, uh, a signal went out to every television set in the world at the same time. Always a good sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just said it was just an ominous, ominous but disembodied voice. 
Uh, and it just said Mace is coming. It lasted, a, it lasted five seconds uh, and then ended. M-A-C-E? Mm-hmm. Well, we assume, yes. Yeah. We're sure it said Mace and not Maze? Because maybe just there's going to be corn. A lot of corn. Or maybe it's just going to be like... She says, know, now, Greenfist, while your annual corn maze is, in fact, a perennial delight, uh, she says, I don't <laughs> think she said maze. We're pretty sure it was maze. So, was it she? Yes. Do they have the signal triangulated? Uh, she says they were able to... Excuse me. Obfuscate the source of the signal. So... It appeared to be coming from every computer on the planet. Voice recognition on the on the voice. She says nothing we've been able to pick up so far. Whoever this is, they're extremely sophisticated, extremely intelligent, extremely careful. She says, unfortunately, that's all we know so far. Hmm. Well, I guess send out the badger signal whenever you get them solid. We're supposed to try to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, we so are we going out again? Because I was going to go work on my burrow. <laughs> <laughs> I killed Matt. It's so great. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm <be> so mad. <laughs> I, I think it was the little point that got him. <laughs> oh, Matt, you are beat fucking red right now. That's awesome. <laughs> oh. No, but seriously, I got some things to do. Are we are we leaving again, or what are we doing? She says, well, we uh, currently aren't uh, detecting any threats at the moment, so you're free to, free to flamingle. Ain't nobody gonna flamingle. I'm gonna go badger it up. <laughs> Turn around and walk out. Alright, you head down to the basement to where your burrow is. Yeah. I have a burrow. I have a little signal in there that emits a tone, and there is a badger signal, so if y'all need me, you can get me out of my burrow. <laughs> I'm gonna go to my room, put on my swimsuit, mess around, go hang out on the beach. <laughs> Oh, we do have a beach. No, we all got a beach. Beach or burrow? Greenfist, what about oh. you? What are you doing? Uh, I am going to my terrarium slash botany laboratory. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to water my plants. <laughs> Say hello to them all. Sam. Hello, Sheila. I, I will go to the... Uh... <laughs> I will go. I will go to my office. It's a um, faithful recreation of uh, Humphrey Bogart's office, and then in uh, the Maltese Falcon, <laughs> and just hang out there waiting for leggy dames to wander in and give me cases. You realize you're like on an island in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I, I I see myself as being more than a little insane, <laughs> so really living the noir lifestyle. <laughs> He's a character. He's a method actor. No, I, was, I spent time in a shadow dimension, and I came back wrong. 
Well, that's is, is not... everything in your office grayscale. Yeah, I was just yes. gonna say when we you walk in, like everything just cut all the color drains out of everything. Yeah, <laughs> you start narrating everything in the third person. <laughs> yep, you start talking like you're in the 1920s. I throw a lot of C's in the, in, at the end of the sentence. Uh, Sam, you're sitting there at your desk when she walks in. Uh, in her late in her late 40s and wearing a military uniform. Uh, uh, it's Evelyn Sanchez. Uh, <laughs> and as she walks in, she uh, says, "Good Christ, I forget how dark it is in here." <laughs> <laughs> Pull up a seat, General. What can I do for you? What can I do you for? She says, are you on the sauce right now? She points to the glass of scotch in your feet. <laughs> never, never touch the stuff and I blow a little dust off the bottle. <laughs> Why, would you like a toot? Oh God. oh, God. I regret coming in here already. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we all regret it with you. <laughs> she says, uh... She says, I just wanted to get your opinion on... She says, I know your mind has a way of coming at things from odd angles. uh, On what what you think this macing could be about. I mean, we've dealt with so many, many things. It could be extra-dimensional, extraterrestrial, just extra. You're extra. I think we're all a little extra, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, says the lady in her burrow. <laughs> um. I'm too busy burrowing to hear your <laughs> She says, well, I have, a, I have a conference call with uh, President Obama in 30 minutes. What should I tell her? It's the best kind of fantasy world of all. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> <so> happy. <laughs> I don't even want superpowers. I just want that. Yeah. <laughs> what a dream world. No. I think there's nothing to go on yet. <clears throat> know what Mace is or where it is or who it is. There's no way of knowing what way forward. All right. She says, well, I gotta... Can you use your investigation powers, Ron? I mean, I don't know. Can I? I assume <laughs> you could. Or else why would she be doing the Why would she be there if there wasn't something you could do? <laughs> she wasn't just trying to say hi. I... I could... I can try. <laughs> All right. And I and I go over to I go over into the corner to the uh, to the computer described as a typewriter or disguised as a typewriter, mm-hmm. and um, do a couple searches for. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. I can't. Isaac Asimov. No. Um... <laughs> Matt's hacker character from the last Doctor Truth. Doctor Truth. 
look at look at uh, I'll look at some of the um, kind of more outlandish conspiracy theory sites and see if anyone's connecting any dots on on this Mace character. Um, Doctor Truth has a very recent blog post about how Mace is actually a a uh, group of reptilians that are trying to take over the American government. <laughs> Uh, a user on uh, has commented on it. Um, uh, her name is Hello Kitty, and she says perhaps it is Gilman. <laughs> um, and that's all the crossover appeal that we need. <laughs> Doesn't take a lot. No, I'll, I'll scour the internet and see if this seems like a like a likely likely clue. Mm-hmm. All right, um, all right. So uh, you guys, uh, you, you you find a bunch of tinfoil hat nonsense. Okay. It's hard to hard to track it down much more than that. All right, so uh, you guys do your various things. Evelyn Sanchez talks to the president, assures her that. Uh, they're looking into things. Meanwhile, somewhere else. Did you just reference Michelle Obama as the president? Yeah. That yeah. Is. That's why we all flipped out a little yeah. couple minutes ago. I mean, any Obama would be amazing, but... Yeah, I did not connect it to Michelle Obama until you said her. Yep. It's that. Still a delightful world. Yep. <laughs> It's a delightful world filled with murder, Isaac Asimov's murder bots and progressive democracy. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Sounds good. Escapist fantasy. I'd take take a nice murder bot attack over (laughs) this nonsense any day. Alright, meanwhile, somewhere else. Uh, A armored car driver is sitting in the cab of his truck. Uh, he's reading a comic book uh, in which a sorcerer uh, with firepower gets her wings. <laughs> All the references. We gonna die! <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, he says, I can't wait to see how this series ends. <laughs> you just wait. Um... <laughs> When he looks out the window... <laughs> and so then, oops. <laughs> uh, when he looks out the window, and there's a, he kind of squints his eyes for a second, and under his breath says, what the hell? Uh, moments later, uh, he is backing his truck uh, through the wall of the bank. Uh, he calmly walks out of the truck, pulls his gun, and shoots his co-worker, and every other person in the bank. He loads, oh. up, the, he loads up the truck with uh, a large amount of money from the vault uh, and then drives off. Meanwhile, on Flamingo Island, <laughs> you guys are in your danger room practicing a fight. Uh, it's basically the holodeck for for superhero training. 
I'm trying to persuade Badger into wearing like a metal belt so that way I could throw her at things. <laughs> her her exoskeleton is fully covered in metal. Ooh, it is? I didn't know that. Wait, 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 I didn't agree. Wait. <laughs> it would be so cool. We're talking original Wolverine, not metal Wolverine. You've got does metal make, claws. Does that make me less strong? No. Because originally he had bone claws. Yeah, you got metal claws. Oh. Look at your character sheet. It says claw. Oh, it does say. Okay. Apparently, I have metal claws. <laughs> you wanted the I never full- liked how vulnerable uh, Wolverine was to Magneto because Magneto not actually a good guy. Oh, he was, that was a big. Luckily story. for Who's you, one of the powers is your right. friend. Uh, I mean, wouldn't it also be uncomfortable to have her throw me about by my bones? <laughs> I mean, isn't are you always just throwing yourself about by your bones? <laughs> yeah, but there's not the chance of my bones separating from my fleshy bits. I'll, I'll grab you from your core. <laughs> and then my spine gets separated from my fleshy bits. Not, not if you use your abs. <laughs> I trust my abs a lot. Uh, she's but actually able to... Fl- 25 tons worth. She's able to pick you up by... It doesn't hurt. She... She's able to pick you up by the whole frame, which distributes all the pressure out evenly. I mean, let's do a test run. And you can throw me as hard as you can against that wall. Alright. But wait, that's 25 tons of throwing force, which is multiplied by, what, a magnitude of a fucking lot? No, it equivalents to, what, 10 damage or 12 damage? What's your telekinesis? 10 damage. And my toughness is a 12. Yeah, you're You're fine. fine. So she could throw me as hard as possible, and it probably wouldn't hurt me? Even if it did, you'd heal it in, like, a matter of seconds. Come on! But in a fight, a matter of seconds is a whole turn. (laughs) I... I'm willing to test it out right now, and then if it does daze me or something like that, I'm willing to do the harness thing, as long as it has a quick release, so I can get out of it. The actual throwing you by your bones isn't going to hurt you. It's the impact against the wall that's going to hurt you. I know! (laughs) So a harness wouldn't make any difference. (laughs) But it's, it's... So the, so the bone thing wouldn't hurt me at all? No. Okay. Alright, well, let's she, try it, she, I guess. She picks you up in the air and it's like you're flying. It doesn't hurt at all. Okay. Alright, like, you ready? Do I have any sort of wiggle room or am I just, like, frozen? Like, you can move, yeah, you can... I start running in the air. <laughs> Alright, you ready? Yes. I, I kick my feet up so I can land perpendicular to the wall. I Go. toss her. Do you toss her at full force? I, sure. She'll heal in a couple what seconds. You gotta know what happens. Yeah. Roll me a toughness save, Badger. 
So it's ten plus twelve, right? So twenty-two. Yeah, you All take right. you take a minus one. So I'm a little dizzy. You take for, a you, for just like a brief second. You're just like ow. <sighs> but then you feel your bones healing themselves and knitting. Okay, so no. That is too much. I am the physical bomb. <laughs> Which could be necessary. Or she could throw I'm... you with a reasonable amount of force and then you could claw them. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Because what do I do as a projectile object for damage? <laughs> I mean, you would just do uh, your, your claw like damage. An arrow. Yeah, but it, it would be it would be Flux's thrown damage, right? I'd say it'd be Flux's throw to hit, and then your claw damage for the damage. Oh, okay. And so that's if she's she me as reasonable. Yeah, well, that's whatever speech she's throwing at. She would roll to see how accurate she is, and then you'd roll for the damage. Okay. Oh wait, wait, Gabriel, can you stand over there? And I'll throw her at you just to try to get the velocity right. Sure. I awesome. Walk over where she says. I have a question, real quick. Yeah. I just noticed under my powers it says enhanced strength seven. What does that mean? Oh, um, so your strength uh, is mostly derived from your powers. Uh, so I've, I've factored it into your your strength score, I believe. What's your what's your strength? strength is a one. Oh, so your total strength is eight. So I factored it into your damage. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, and I believe did I put your lifting capacity on there? Six tons. Yeah. So I mean, that's what lets you lift six tons. Uh, but all that means is if something shuts your powers off somehow, that you'll just have a, a, a normal person strength. Gotcha. Okay. I stand at the wall and make a good target. Do you, you literally could make one out of plants. <laughs> if you make a target, I'm pointing my feet at it and flying perpendicular. You, you don't want to roll. I mean, you don't want to go claw first at it. <laughs> oh. Um, also, I want to land on things sideways as um, if I have lads. Also, Matt, you do you know what your your plant creation powers can do? Did I put that on there? Uh, it just says create plants eight permanent six tons two hundred and fifty square foot toughness eight. Okay, so yeah, you can create two hundred and fifty square feet of plants every turn. Plants that weigh up to eight tons. Uh, <laughs> do they have to like grow out of the ground, or do they grow out of me? Maybe or? you can grow out of the ground. They can grow out of you. Whatever you prefer. Um, uh, permanent also means that you can create structures that can hold that much weight. Um, so, oh. so yeah, I'm sorry. I should have told you that ahead of time because I, I actually gave that to you because I thought you'd enjoy having like the creativity of uh, of that. Uh, so yeah, your plants can hold up to six tons of weight if you make a structure out of them. Uh, they have a toughness of eight, so that's you know what they resist things. Um, and yeah, you can create literally 225 square feet of plants a turn. All right. Well, for now, I'm just going to stand against the wall and create a little bullseye and pink flowers on my chest. <laughs> a la Groot I like it <laughs> alright I wind up <laughs> Sam what are you doing while this is happening I think I'm just watching this <laughs> I is- feel like the wind up is spinning me faster and faster and faster <laughs> <laughs> 
And I throw her. <laughs> I'm just jumping from shadow to shadow to get a good view of this nonsense. <laughs> Your uh, face mask is kind of contort, like, reconfigured itself into a confused face, maybe, or an interesting. <laughs> A big, big smiley emoji. <laughs> Laughter with the tears. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So just go ahead and stand up. Or sorry, not stand up. But roll your roll, Amanda. Roll your attack. <laughs> uh. Uh, thirteen. Yeah. Uh, it's a long <laughs> I think that uh, man. Are you dodging? Are you making any attempt to dodge? No, I'm just standing there. All right. Uh, Badger, you go straight for the bullseye. I just I try to land accurately. Yeah, you kick into uh, you kick in the green fist chest. <laughs> uh, uh, green fist, roll me a toughness save. Seventeen. Uh, you are dazed. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you stomp, you stomp right into the flowers and crush them under your feet. Uh, green fist, you let out a little involuntary cough. Uh, <laughs> and your foot just goes through me like an old pumpkin. <laughs> awesome! I hate to... Yeah, awesome. Uh, a voice comes on the o- o- intercom. I hate to interrupt whatever this is. Trainee? this training, uh, but whatever you guys get a moment, if you could uh, report to the briefing room. Report to the briefing room. Sure, let's go. Felt that was very productive. I think so. (laughs) Alright, so, uh, so this isn't an alert, so it's not like you guys have to be there, you know, you can shower, change, get your uniforms on, whatever you want to do. Cool. We're gonna do that. Alright. Uh, and so Evelyn Evelyn is there waiting uh, in the briefing room. Uh, for you guys. She gestures for you to all have a seat at your normal seats. And she says, Alright. Uh, and then she uh, opens up her computer and plugs in the adapter and the screen stays blank. She says, hold on, I got this. Uh, she unplugs it and plugs it back in. She says, ah, fucking technology. <laughs> she <laughs> cro- leans under the table and plugs something in and the screen comes up. Yay. <laughs> 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 a very detailed meeting roleplay there, Chris. Shall <laughs> we work on some frustrations of our own? <laughs> I'm just expressing my truth. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, and she says this is from Chicago, Illinois uh, she says earlier today uh, and she pulls up and you see like security camera feeds uh, and you see a uh, an armored truck back through uh, the wall of a bank uh, and you see the uh, driver of it get out uh, he methodically assassinates everybody in the uh, in the bank Starts loading the truck up and drives away. So she, that's a she, bad, bad mundane. Uh, she says, "Well, here's where it gets meta." 
she says, uh, she uh, points uh, to a photo, uh, and you see the same driver in the cab of the truck, uh, and he's got a hole in his head. Uh, she says, uh, by all accounts, he uh, drove the armored truck uh, 30 blocks, unloaded it, got back in the cab, and shot himself in the head. Huh. Hmm. Do we know where the money went? We do not. Uh, she says the security cameras in the area conveniently glitched out at that time. Hmm. <laughs> she says we, uh, she says this is coming to us because the uh, driver has an exemplary record. He's been with the armored truck company for 13 years, model employee, uh, and has never had anything like this happen in his life. <clears throat> yeah. Hell of a severance. <laughs> Do we have any surveillance from before he drove his truck into a bank? Uh, she says, yeah, here's the outside footage. Uh, and so you see the truck pulling up. Um, she says, here he is. He's reading some sort of comic book, graphic novel of some sort. Uh, Do we see any suspicious-looking persons approach the truck or in the vicinity doing this? (laughs) She says, (laughs) at this point, shortly before he gets out of the truck, he seems to be looking across the street. Uh, She she pulls up a map. She says there is an alley there. Uh, She says, unfortunately, whatever's in that alley isn't covered uh, by security footage. Uh, She says, and then right after that, he gets out of the truck. And th- and does and goes through the routine. Hmm. Shall we field trip to Chicago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a lot of good for you to take a look at that alleyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. She says, "Well, uh, load up." More movies this week <laughs> to get ready for this. And uh, she says, uh, let us know what you find. To Shy Town. <laughs> to the swimming jack. To the All right. Uh, there's a little montage of you guys putting your. You yeah. know, clipping into the harnesses and the jet, the jet flying. You know, so I stand- imagine Shadow Dancer is the one that does the uh, safety display. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know, some establishing shots of Chicago, you know. Uh, Willis Tower, John Hancock Building, The Bean. Uh, and then there you guys are walking up a very generic Vancouver Vancouverian uh, <laughs> block of the city. Uh, as you guys approach the, uh, the bank, which is still uh, surrounded by yellow police tape. Big hole in the side from a... Uh, there's a, there's a small police presence, uh, and when they see you guys coming, they kind of straighten up a little bit. I uh, fist bump the first one that I go that I walk past. Uh, she fist bumps you back and says, "Yeah, Badger." She says, "Gonna kick some ass." I hope. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a beeline for the alley. How uh, old you, is this bank? Or oh, sorry, what's that? I was going to ask how old the bank looks. Uh, the bank, the bank itself is probably it's like a newer development. Uh, this area has been recently gentrified. 
So it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a bank, and there's like a you know sixty story apartment complex on top of it. That's gotcha. probably too. That's probably too large. Like a twelve story apartment. Because it's skyscraper. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like yeah, it's very very gentrified. So it's it's a newish bank. Uh, 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 so guy with an FBI are- badge comes up to you guys uh, and says hello. Uh, my, name is, my name is Agent Reddick. Uh, you must be the famous Flamingo X. Does he look at all like Vin Diesel? Uh, <laughs> no, more of an Idris Elba type. Ooh, I'm into it. Reddick, right? Reddick. Reddick. Uh. Okay, oh, partner, that's a Vin Diesel type. <laughs> uh, he does actually, yeah. Uh, he comes walking over. He's uh, he's uh, he's with the Chicago police. He's got like uh, yeah. uh, he's got his badge around a chain around the neck. His shirt's like buttoned down two buttons. Uh, a swollen, but <laughs> oiled chest beneath it. What? His biceps are a little too big for his shirt sleeves. <laughs> Until you just started describing him, I was into it. <laughs> He says, no, uh, I, I'm going to go with the original and mutter to Flux. Why choose? <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, hey, I'm Officer Kowalski. <laughs> Welcome to oh. Chicago. <laughs> uh, and Agent Reddick says, well, this is an FBI scene, uh, so I would obviously be the first to welcome you to Chicago. Uh, oh! Watch, they're going to do the dick measuring thing. I love this part of the job. Great. They're so cute when they're trying to show off. You know. Go ahead. How do you spell the FBI's na- agent's name? Uh, Reddick, R-E-D-D-I-K. <laughs> and Kowalski is like it sounds. <laughs> like it sounds. Uh, anyway, um, Reddick says, uh, says, I'm not sure why we need you here. He says, I don't see any giant murder bots terrorizing the city, but I've been instructed by my superiors to give you full access. Whatever you need. Oh, it's like you could stop us, sweetie. That's cute. (laughs) He looks at you, thinks about saying something, but then... His mind goes through all the various news clips he's ever seen of the badger in action and shuts his mouth. <laughs> I'm going to like lean down a little bit and whisper to Badger. I'm like, I love it when they get scared of you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> he says, uh, anyway, uh, try not to disturb the forensics, but let us let's know if there's anything we can do to help. Uh, yeah. I'm going to check out the inside of the bank. Um, Channel dancer already gone. Yeah, I said I was making okay. a beeline for the alley. So. Left around. Like, okay. All you see is like a trench coat and a fedora <laughs> down the street. <laughs> Badger Greenfest, let's split the party. Love it. I mean, I feel like Badger, uh, she can hold her weight. But she's also very well, very well aware that uh, she makes a scene. <laughs> being, a, being a lady who beats the fuck out of people. 
So she's gonna glad hand a little bit. Hey! Meet the cops, <laughs> wave at the press. You guys have room to do whatever she's hey! she's doing a thing. Alright. I will go into the bank with um I've forgotten your hero name. Flux. Flex? Flux. Flux. Alright, so the crowd eats it up, Badger. <laughs> Alright, uh we'll start inside the bank. With <clears throat> Flux and Green Fist. So you walk in, uh you see uh there's nine bodies covered in white sheets. Um throughout the bank. Uh, a lot of like those little yellow placards where there's bullet casings. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of forensics, uh, forensic workers, like, dusting for prints, like, uh, putting up, like, little bits of, uh, you know, little poles and little, like, red pieces of yarn between them. Stuff like that. Um, uh, I want to check out the vault. Because he went into the vault, right? Yeah. Does it look like he opened it? With a code, or...? Um, so as you head back to the vault, you actually see, kind of, uh, near the entrance to it, you see a, uh, a person wearing the uniform of a, of the private security company that was here. Uh, covered in the white sheet. Mm. Okay. I'm looking around the lobby. Um, are all of the potted ferns real or artificial? Uh, the, ro- the ones in the windows are real uh, the ones kind of back in the back are fake mm. I make a note of this okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. gee, I'm not an investigative person all I do is like move metal and hit <laughs> I know that's why I was surprised that you guys split the party <laughs> Well, I mean, my investigation is also zero, so I was like, I'm not going to be any use here. I mean, I could investigate, but I don't know what we're looking for in here. Does it lo- does it seem like all the bullets edited the bodies? Uh, you get the idea that they're probably still in them. Okay. I thought maybe I could be helpful and be like, there's that one, and there's that one. <laughs> uh, you, you, do, you do detect, though, with your magnetic sense, there's a few in the walls that the... Okay. Technicians haven't flagged yet. I point those out to them. All right. Uh, in the alleyway, the person with investigate. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I'm going to kind of try to, kind of by looking back, see where that van would have been, and and look around the area mm-hmm. and see if I can tell anything. All right. So, uh, yeah, you look to where the van was. Uh, kind of bringing back in your mind the security footage. Uh, you kind of, you know, using... Roll me an investigate check. 35. <laughs> yeah, so you're able to kind of trace back with your mental mind where he's looking, and you get an idea of the spot of what, where, where he, of what he was looking at and where it was. Okay. Is there any... There's nothing there now? Um, you uh, notice a few things. Uh, there's some footprints. Okay. That you get the idea are fresh. Uh, there is a candy bar wrapper. Uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah. My favorite. 
Um, and then you also get the idea that whatever the guy was looking at, based on the angle of his head, was probably about four feet tall. And can I tell? Can I just kind of like pop down along the alley and see if see where the uh, footprints might have gone? Um. Yeah. Uh, you walk down the alley, um, and uh, it goes. In, in, it kind of goes to another street, uh, and you get the idea that there may have been some sort of car there. Okay. Any tire? Uh, tread marks or um, what else? Cigarette butts from them sitting there. None of that, but uh, you do you do get like a, just a faint faint tread pattern, but not enough to identify. Uh, okay. What kind of? While I'm glad handing, am I in the right position to keep an eye on the alley? Yeah. Okay. And um, can I when I when I teleport? Can I teleport people with me? Uh, what did I... I think you can teleport up to 50 pounds of extra things, but that's it. Oh, no. So, a baby. You could steal <laughs> a baby and teleport away with it. <laughs> Come on, that's at least like Are a third grader. Yeah. yeah, that's like four babies. Or more. Okay, well, I will, um... Five babies. <laughs> I'll tell you, I could, I could strap five newborns to me and have them around to chat with dimensions. Chris, are you okay? Yeah. You keep looking. Oh, the are cat. I'm looking at the cat uh, investigate the, uh, the gate. You want me to come get him? No, no. Um... Okay. Is it adorable? It is adorable. <laughs> it is adorable. It looks like he's in cat jail, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He deserves cat jail. So I'm gonna wander up to uh I'll go back to the to the to the police line and I'll just say, Hey, flatfoot. For one of the one of the cops. I was gonna say, if you're talking to me, there's gonna be a fight in the street. Oh. She she says yeah. she says um my arch support's fine, thank you. What can I what can I do for you? We need a oh god, what do you call it? We need crime scene over in the alley. There's a um, there's a little bit of evidence that I think you're gonna need to pick up. It's a candy wrapper. What kind? Whatchamacallit? What but what kind? Don't be a wise ass, Flyfoot. <laughs> I know exactly what you I know you know what, what candy bar I'm talking about. <laughs> and my and my uh, and my mask goes to a little bit of a frowny face emoji. <laughs> uh, she radios in, and a forensic tech comes hustling out of the bank and heads over and picks it up with a a bag and starts putting down some of those little placards and taking pictures. And... Might want to might want to get a cast of those uh, those footprints too. See if you can get me a size and a make. Um. Uh, she says, oh yeah, it's a size uh, five and a half. Alright. Very small, small size. Maybe this is the third grader we're talking about. That's right, it's a 50, 50 pound villain. <laughs> Actually, that's most third graders are 50 pound villains. Yes. Bruce, <laughs> so I will uh, I will then pop 
like teleport myself into the bank and just disconcert people. All right, uh, you pop in uh, and you stand there and you see Green Fist looking at a plant in the front <laughs> of the uh, in the front of the building, and uh, you see uh, Flux kind of pointing at some holes in the wall. <laughs> I uh, I audibly sigh and um, I will. I want to retrace the steps of the guard because mm-hmm. I imagine he's kind of going in and out of of um, camera range. And well, the any... the bank cameras are very well covered, so you you see the his whole path. I mean, okay. So you was there anything unusual about what he was doing? Did he stop for any unusual reason, or you know, it was just grabbing? If, money? if there was anything unusual, it was the uh, complete. Um, Lack of hesitation uh, and the complete efficiency of his actions. As he passes where I am, I'm telling one of the uh, forensic people that if they need to get into anything, I can unlock it without them messing up any forensic stuff on the outside. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, just give me a call when I go outside to where a badger is. I also- watch the little kiosk. Yeah, good. I watch the little kiosk in the center of the lobby, and I pull out a deposit slip and flip it over. Mm-hmm. And I grab the nearest pen and try to write something, but it doesn't work. So I grab the next nearest pen and try to write something. <laughs> yeah. Make a little note. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this title of this episode should be mundane frustrations. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give the lobby a once over and see if there's anything that, that the, the cops have missed. Uh, not, that, not that you can find. Um, you get the idea that based on the video footage and everything, that there's it's all been pretty, pretty well documented. I'm gonna ask FBI agent uh, just Elba if he can show us to where they found the body once we're done here. Absolutely, absolutely. Great. Um, in my badger emoji, thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, in my, uh, in my glad handing, I will talk to the cops and see if there's anything else like this that's happened. Like, low-key, not as bad, but, like, people behaving oddly, that sort of thing. Um, like, uh, at the scene of the crime? Like... Mm-hmm. No, not, not, like, here, but in Chicago. Has anything else similar to this happened? Maybe not a high-stakes bank robbery, but... You know, the guy was acting real, real weird. You got anything else that matches that description? Uh, he says, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I can definitely put some feelers out uh, into our into our uh, research wing. Uh, Please do. He says, uh, it's a big city, he says, and it's the, you know, all sorts of crazy shit happens here every day. But uh, I can definitely put a, put some feels out, see if there's anybody acting out of the ordinary. Any, you know, people with no uh, no record committing crimes for the first time in their life. Stuff like that. Would that be helpful to you? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I can always come down to the station and, you know, meet everybody. If anybody's got anything to let me know, just let me know. No, we'll, we'll reach out to you. We appreciate that. If you want to bring the kids, it's fine. I'm going <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't know if I'm really like comfortable with Wolverine, the media set with PR star. But I'm not the Wolverine. I'm the Badger. The Badger's media savvy. Get over. 
Also, I wanted to. It has the best Twitter feed you've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's it's not Instagram, it's Insta Badger. I may or may not have an independent media manager. I will not. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, cut to Sylvia, your media manager. Posting like, so happy to be in Chicago today. <laughs> Go Bears. <laughs> I'm going to come out the front of the bank and uh, survey the the nearby uh, gathering of individuals. Is there anyone who looks like a bank manager or like, you know, nice suits like they're of an importance at the bank? Um... <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely a bank representative there. Not, uh, not the manager of this branch because they're dead. But, uh, right. but yeah, but definitely like a higher up at the bank. Uh, I approach them and offer them my hand. Um, I say I'm very sorry for the damage to your business and the loss of life of your employees. He says thank you. Green fist, I, I appreciate that. He says it's it's been a uh, a tough day for Wells Chase Go, but we'll <laughs> <laughs> we will persevere. And then I hand him the little deposit slip that I've written on the back, and I say, "These are some suggestions of hardy, uh, low sunlight ferns and palms that you could use inside your office spaces." Um, they're very good in low sunlight environments. They're much better than artificial plants. <laughs> he looks at it, kind of unsure of what to do with it for a second, uh, and then says, uh, "Yes, of, of course, Green Fist. We will. We will look at replacing our artificial plants with." Kind of looks at it. These ferns, <laughs> and he puts the. He puts the slightly like dirt covered uh, slip into his pocket. I pat him I, on the shoulder and walk away. I, I imagine I'm walking. I'm walking past and hear this little uh, um, hear this little exchange, and I kind of just slap Greenfist on the shoulder and say, um, "You know, this guy's probably got uh, enough pull to put those plants in every branch in the in the network, and just kind of keep walking as I as I say that." <laughs> That would be a very good step towards, you know, being environmentally conscious. <laughs> and perhaps from this tragedy, something good can come. <laughs> I make a show of rolling my eyes and commenting to uh, the agent and the officer. We can't take him anywhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, anything else you guys want to do at this location? No, no. Is there anything we should check out? Yeah. What are, is there anything we're missing? <laughs> SD, what's up? All right. Um, Nothing we're missing. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Let us know if the friends that come up with anything uh, <laughs> else. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Anything interesting? To the next murder site. (laughs) Is there more than one murder site? Well, there's a site where they got killed, so. Perhaps under compulsion, which would make it a murder. Mm -hmm. True. True enough. Alright, so, uh, you arrive, uh, you see a 
Uh, you're kind of in a, uh, it's like southeast part of Chicago, about 30, okay. 30 blocks southeast of where you were. Uh, kind of a, like kind of the uh, uh, lower income portion of the city. Um, uh, there is a, uh, you're in kind of a small warehouse district, uh, uh, kind of near a rail yard. Okay. Um, and there is a, an armored truck, uh, which is currently being barricaded by several SWAT and police cars. Uh, it's currently got a bunch of yellow tape up around it. And once again, a forensic team and all that stuff. Uh, is there a body still there? Yes. Mm. Um, Agent Reddick and Officer Kowalski uh, lead you guys in, taking you up under the yellow... Uh, yellow ribbon and say alright here's the other scene uh, uh, we got a we got an anonymous report that this truck was here uh, about an hour after the bank robbery uh, we've been unable to find any footage of this area uh, apparently the uh, surveillance cameras that we have were all offline for some reason Okay. I will. Uh, and what is this area again? Is it outside? Inside? Oh, this is oh, outside. Wow. It's like outside. Okay. Yeah. I'm wondering um, can I sense any sort of like weird electromagnetic fields coming off of his brain that might suggest something was controlling it? Um, I would say no in this instance. <laughs> but I mean, I, I I like the I like I like the creativity. So you know. All right. I'm gonna look for. Are look there, for we're not a hundred issues into the comic yet, where they need to start coming up with new shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are there any kids hanging around? Um, like beyond the police barriers. For a hero point, there is. You can have that hero point. <laughs> yeah, you see a couple of kids kind of like sitting on a uh, sitting on the stoop, like on a on a. There's kind of a row of like narrow houses across the street. Um, kind of tucked between the warehouses. I will make my way over. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up? <laughs> One of them looks at you and says, You the cops or something? Oh, I'm a badger, man. Yeah, the other one says, Yeah, don't be an idiot, man. Look, that's that That's that crazy lady from TV who kills all those people. I mean, only the ones who kill other people. Yeah, the bad guys. I mean, you guys want to see something cool? They look at each other and they're like, Yeah. Yeah! What'd you do? Just punch? I get <laughs> my claws. Can you oh. not see my claw? Oh. I did oh. my claw. Well, they look. They look at each other. They say, "Whoa!" <laughs> Doesn't that like hurt or something? Eh, you know, not really. I guess maybe, but not really. You want to look at? <laughs> they kind of look at each other as if they're unsure about whether they should say yes, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." You're not going to stab us with them or something, are you? Nah. (laughs) 
not terribly reassuring. <laughs> I mean, y'all haven't killed anybody, right? No, man, not yet. I mean, to be fair, you haven't killed anybody that hasn't deserved it, right? <laughs> they look. They kind of go. We haven't killed anybody. We're twelve. <laughs> well, they're actual kids. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? Sometimes you got to do something, and not everybody agrees with it, and that's okay. As long as you're doing the right thing for yourself and your family. Are you telling twelve-year-olds to go kill people? <laughs> Sounds like you're telling 12-year-olds to go kill people. I mean, I don't know their situation. (laughs) I gotta be honest. If I was talking to 12-year-old Sarah, yes. Yes, that's what I would tell 12... That's what Badger would tell 12-year-old Sarah. Or 12-year-old Chris. I'm just saying. Some solid punching would not go awry. So, just saying. Trying to make friends here. Is it working? They say so. They say so. Why are you talking to us anyway? Well, you guys see anything going on over here? I mean, right now, obviously, but before now, before everybody showed up and you know made a crowded mess in your neighborhood. You mean with the truck? Yeah. They say. Uh... I mean, we may have saw something. Well, you got to give me more. What What do you want from me? I don't understand, Chris. I don't. Caitlin doesn't understand. Well, the kids, the kids, the kids want something for their information. They. All right. So I do. I have money. Is that? A, what, I don't know what I can do here. Give yeah. me some off. Yeah, you can give him some money. All right. Well, I'm. Well, I mean, I mean, what did you see? Like twenty bucks worth? What'd you see? <laughs> they look at each other and be like, she's a. They say we like a hundred bucks. Yeah, we saw something. Hundred bucks. I mean, you can always expense it to be a. <laughs> I mean, they pay me, right? Yeah, you, you get paid like an eight-figure salary. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, so, I mean, I have cash. I'll, I'll say, you know what? Here's a, here's a hundred. And if it's really good information, there might be more in it for you. Damn it. Uh, like, they look at the hundred dollar bill and they look at you and they're like, so yeah, so like, uh, so the truck pulls up and there's this like, uh, limousine pulls up behind it and then the guy gets out he starts, like, putting a bunch of the stuff in the truck in the limousine. Like, in the trunk. And, uh... Then the guy gets back in the truck. Uh, and then, yeah, man, he, like, caps himself. Just, like, shoots himself in the face. Uh... But so once, it was, it was but, the guy from the security truck, not the guy from the limousine? Yeah. He, he shot himself, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, right after he shot himself... He says this weird kid showed up, like, just out of nowhere. Wearing, like, this old-timey suit and shit. Looked like something from the Adams Family. He was a kid? Mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. like, he like our age or something. And, uh, he had a, on the back of his uh, jacket, he had a big number four. Number four? 
Okay. Anything else? Uh, well, kid got in the limousine and they all drove off. Cool. Cool. So, I tell you what. I know y'all don't like the popo. Obviously. But, uh... I got, uh... I got two G's if you'll sit down for an hour with one of their uh, sketch artist people. <laughs> You're just throwing money around. <laughs> I make eight figures. Why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> I get paid room and board on a on a Indian Ocean island. So why not? <laughs> they say, look, we don't we we uh we we saw him, but we didn't get that good a side of him. We just saw you know his outfit and his number four. And he had, you know some you know. Eddie Munster looking motherfucker. Eddie Munster. I mean, were there any, did there happen to be any pictures taken on those phones? They shake their head no. They say, we're just trying to keep out of sight. Man, just got shot. You didn't want to get shot. That's fair. I have a cell phone, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I give them my number. I'm like, if you know anybody else in the area who might have gotten a picture of this Eddie Munster kid, you let me know. You know, so, they fist bump you. Uh, so while uh, so while she uh, well Badger goes over and talks to some local youths. Uh, <laughs> what do the rest of you do? I'd like to invest. I'll. I mean, I'll investigate the alley. I want to look for kind of physical evidence, evidence of a car, and um, any video cameras that might have picked anything up, or look up and down kind of the alley and see if there's windows above there, so if there's anyone that might have seen what was going down. Mm-hmm. Roll me an investigate check. 28. Okay. Uh, and while you're investigating, what do uh, I know, I mean, Flux, I know, Flux and Greenfist, I know investigating really isn't your, your thing. <laughs> I'm trying to, don't worry, there'll be plenty of time to blow things up and make plans, so I just want to give everybody their moment to... <laughs> Are any of the plans here suspicious? <laughs> of you or <laughs> there? There's some ivy that's giving you like a weird eye. <laughs> um, I'm going to be uh, talking to uh, Agent Reddick and Officer Swasky about this is casual questions. About the scene, waiting for uh, Shadow Dancer to come over and start checking out the truck. And when he looks under the truck, I'm going to lift it up so he can look under it more effectively. Nice. Instead of back down. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you get the idea that. Oh, um, oh, no. Hey, so Chris, she- what are you fiddling with? Oh, sorry. Is it making a bunch of noise? It is. I'm sorry. That's good. I don't want that in the recording. Um, I didn't realize it was being picked up. Uh, all right, so Shadow Dancer, um, yeah, you you kind of surmise that the uh, gunshot wound was self inflicted. Um, you do find uh, kind of in the dust in the street some footprints about the same size as the ones you saw in the alleyway, uh, and you do get the idea that there was a long car, like uh, something the size of a limousine, that was backed up to the where this truck was and left. Just based on the uh, there's a lot of dust in the street from there's a con- there's a concrete plant nearby. So there's a lot of dust in the area. Uh, the uh, no 
I mean, any windows overlooking this alley that there might be eyewitnesses? Uh, yeah, there are. Um, kind of over where Badger is right now. She's talking to some kids. All right. Well, I will go. Uh, I don't want to interrupt her flow, so I'll just jump into the building and start knocking on doors. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, somebody opens the door. Uh, it's a older woman. Uh, she's wearing like an apron, uh, and you smell like the smell of roast beef in the air. Uh, and she says, "I don't got any money." She says, "Get out of here, you mask wearing motherfucker!" <laughs> I like this lady. And she shuts the door. <laughs> I, I, stick, I stick my foot in the door. They keep her from 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 uh, closing it. Uh, she's like, "Hell no! I got a butcher knife. I'm not afraid to use it." And I and I wave a fifty dollar bill. She says, uh-uh. "Uh uh, I watch Dateline NBC. I'm not going to let you in my house for no fifty dollars." <laughs> I just want to talk. She says, "I don't have to come in." She says, "You can talk from the other side of the door. Get your foot out, or I'm going to stab you." <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Alright, I have I have a plan B ready, so I'll, I'll pull my foot out of the door. She slams the door. <laughs> and I say, Ma'am, did you happen to see anything um, going down in the alley across the street? She says, I don't talk to the police or mask-wearing serial killer motherfuckers. <laughs> Well, she'd know who I am, right? We she apparently, she apparently doesn't. Okay. <clears throat> um, Alright, so I'm going to try... As you've made no attempt to identify yourself, and you're or literally just a guy in a trench coat wearing a weird mask that showed up on your doorstep. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try using my persuasion and tell her that I'm just... A, I'm just investigating the death of a good man across the street and see if she'll help me. Mm-hmm. Persuasion? Yeah. How do I, it, it, I've got a persuasion, too. Is that just a roll of d20 and plus two? Yeah. I got a nine. <laughs> she says, slip the money under the door. All right, I'll slip her 50 bucks. She says, I didn't say anything. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> I will use uh, insight to see if she's telling the truth. Fifteen. You get the idea she's telling the truth. All right, well. I mean, I believe her. I'm not a bad person. So So I will go canvas the rest of the building. All right. Um... So, to make a long story short, uh, nobody else that's home saw anything um, aside from these two boys. Okay. Well, then I'll pop back into the alley. All right. All right. So, Badger, you're done with your conversation. Uh, you're pop- you're back over. Uh, I'm assuming there's some sort of sharing of information. Yes. yes. I'll let him know what I found. Eddie Munster-looking kid, they said. Number four on... Did they say he had a cape on? Why do I feel like he had a cape on? No, a suit. A suit. Yeah, 
suit. But he had a number four on the back of the suit? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Was it rhinestones, tape, vinyl, iron-on? You get, you get the idea that if, if it was anything, it was probably some sort of iron-on patch. Okay. Because <laughs> that seems real weird. Oh, yeah. I know well, it's probably one of them. Huh? Probably more than one of them. Well, and it makes sense a four foot. The the person in the other alley was about four feet tall, so it makes sense that this this is kids or a kid. And we all know how much kids love candy bars, so that's probably where the whatchamacallit came from. Yeah, but why? Well, and that would be. Did we did we find out if there were um, video cameras in the area of the other crime? Um, if we expand the search radius for, and I actually I'll pull the I'll pull one of the FBI guys into this. Mm-hmm. We expand the search radius looking for a kid around the other street, mm-hmm. kind of the uh, this, the other end of the alley. Mm-hmm. See if there's uh, see if there's anything that shows up on camera there. Okay, and then we're also looking for a limo coming into this area when the when the uh, video cameras glitched out. Well, if the kid was because they were waiting for the kid before they left, what if that was the kid from the other place? Can we get like feed from places in between here and the bank? Mm-hmm. Yep, give it a shot. See if we see like a fucking child running down the street without supervision in a weird old suit. In a weird suit. Does he have a widow's feet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll look into that. Um, we'll update you as soon as we have anything to say. All right. So, um, do you guys want to stay here in Chicago, or do you want to fly back to Flamingo Island while they? I think we'll just stay here. Yeah, well, I'm just stay here. Or Johnny, we'll get the other leads. Okay. Get some Giordanos. Yeah. All right. So yeah. you guys. You guys get some Giordanos. Uh, Before we leave, I tell them to call um, if they get any new news. And I tell them that I've put my phone number magnetically into their cell phones. (laughs) (laughs) And then I wink and leave. (laughs) They look like, wow, that's cool. How'd she do that? That's a creative use of powers. I like it. (laughs) You get a hero point for that. Yay! Um, Alright, so, uh, you guys are eating some Giordano's. Uh, as your meal is wrapping up, you get a call from uh, Agent Reddick. He says, we found some new footage. You, you really gotta see this. And so he invites you down to the FBI headquarters. Nice. Okay. Um... Uh, and he says, so, uh, Green Fist, we expanded our video search, and uh, we found this footage. Uh, and so it shows the other street that the alley connects to. Uh, and he says, and here, and just watch here, and you see a long black limousine pull up. Uh, the rear door opens. Um, and this kid, who, yeah, slick back hair, uh, kind of real pale skin, widow's peak. Uh, and he's wearing, like, a very formal, kind of old-timey suit uh, gets out of the limousine. He's, he's eating a candy bar. Uh, and he, 
kind of walks into the alleyway. Uh, you do see as he kind of walks, you do see this sort of iron-on f- patch with a four on it. Uh, um, and uh, and he disappears into the alleyway. Uh, and as the limo drives off, uh, the uh, the uh, FBI agent says, "Well, we weren't able to get a good view of the driver's face, but we did notice this." Uh, and he freezes the frame, and you see on his on his uh, suit he's wearing. Uh, there's a patch with the number two on it. Hmm. Um, and uh, and it appears that and he says, "Best case we can best case we can tell from the build of his build is it's a male, probably middle aged or late." 20s, or late 30s, early, late to early, 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 late 30s, uh, and uh, he says we have we put out an APB for the limousine, uh, uh, but running the registration on it, he says it's not registered in any state. Plates are a fake. Mm-hmm. So, okay. He says now here's the weird. It gets weird. Uh, we have a video camera that you know doesn't look down the alleyway on the other side of the street, uh, but you know covers the street itself uh, from the bank ATM. And he says, uh, "Kid never came out of the alleyway on either side. He went in, never came back out." Well, the kids across the street saw him get back into the limo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah they at a different appear. place. Yeah, at the other place, he just appeared. You don't, like, maybe have a secret child out there somewhere, do you? <laughs> Very possible. Damn it. Badger, Badger finds that unendingly hilarious. <laughs> Daddy issues turned your life a crime. <laughs> I... Possible. I don't think I have four kids out there. So, I mean, you want from like the sixties or whatever, right? The thirties. <laughs> well, it's not impossible that you have grandkids. Yeah, it's true. All right. So, um, uh, as you guys are contemplating this, um, he says we'll keep you updated with any uh, further news, but. Uh, as far as we can tell here, uh, until we can find the limousine or this kid, uh, kind of out of out of leads. Mm. Were there any other Were there any other crime reports of strange people behaving strangely? Yeah. Out of- he says we're looking into that right now. As we <clears throat> as we speak, we'll let you know if we we find anything out. Okay. I guess we should go investigate this alleyway. I already did. Was it a different alley? The alleyway that keeps the down. Both of them, right? Yeah, I, I looked. Yeah, at he looked. He looked in that alleyway. That's Which the alley- alley- Are we saying he disappeared? The one across from the bank. Yeah, the one yeah, across from the bank is where oh. the, the kid got out of the car into that alleyway. Uh, okay. Okay, so this was before the crime. Yes. Yeah, we're not talking about yeah. when the guy. Okay. We're talking about a different one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, what is there to do in town while you wait for a trace on a limousine? 
and maybe some creepy ass child running around with numbers emblazoned on his formal wear. They have a botanical garden. <laughs> um, Evelyn, uh, uh, Evelyn Sanchez uh, come, pipes in on your communication. She says, uh, "Listen, I need all of you to uh, pack up your pack it up and uh, head to New York City." New York, New York City. Get a rope. Hey, that's the worst commercial hey, ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, she says there's been a murder. One? I assume it's not. <laughs> I assume it's not some some kind of usual crime. Otherwise, we wouldn't be tasked with it. Uh, she says. Uh, she says just. Uh, <laughs> she says. Uh, well, it, by all accounts, it's a usual crime. Uh, it's the uh, subject that's concerning. Uh, and okay. she, said, she says, I'm sending you a picture now. Uh, and your phones all beep at once. Boop, boop. Uh, as the... The Amstel has a flip phone. <laughs> uh, and so the three of you, the three of you with, the, the three of you with smartphones see immediately, well, Sam, yours is downloading line by line. Uh, a dead body, uh, but it's a face you all recognize. Uh, okay. It, it is flamingo. Oh no! Oh wait, what? <laughs> our ex flamingo. Your collective ex. Oh, that's our best. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, sorry. I'll never love again. Um. <laughs> And on that sad note in game and high note out of game, we will conclude today's <laughs> session. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> so, welcome, welcome to Mutants and Masterminds. I have a lot of balls in the air for this campaign. We'll see. <laughs> see how well I juggle them. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. funny. That's good. Um. <laughs> I'll never love again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, 